Now premiering on the Studio DNA Network, Sif Pop Writers Room, a new show consisting of the writers of SifPop.com. On a rotating basis, we'll be discussing some classic movies we're watching for the first time, some comic book movies, some nostalgic movies, and what TV shows we're currently watching. But each week, we'll also be taking a look at the movies that are coming out soon and give our thoughts on how we think they will turn out. If you love movies, Sif Pop Writers Room is the place to be. So come on in and we will pull up a chair for you. Welcome back, pop culture fans, to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, joined by Drew Douglas, who's getting ready to see Tenet. It's a big day. Six months haven't been to the theaters. I am so excited for you because you are going to be sitting in a theater, a large auditorium of like, what, three other people? Yeah. Uh, about two hours away from the screening and no one has purchased tickets, really. I mean, there's only like three others besides my group of friends. I love going to the theater, but now it's like as they're opening, reopening, I'm like, meh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I've been that way too. I don't necessarily miss going to the movies, but I am very excited to finally get to go see something I've been wanting to see and actually see something on the big screen. Now, this will not be a regular thing. Sure. Well, it's going to be very rare that I do this. And maybe that's the big thing for myself, that there's nothing up until Tenet. I mean, you've got Unhinged, which looks like a lot of fun to see. But you also have the New Mutants, and we've just been teased with that for so long. Nothing's really enticed me to the point of wanting to go like feeling like i need to go whereas tenant that's a different story we have three movies Candyman, dune and no time to die three Ooh. things that i really would like to see on the big screen if you could choose only one of those three which would you pick be no time right man i want i'm i really want to say Candyman, but yeah it's got to be no time nonetheless I am very excited to hear what you have to report back. So on our next episode, we'll hear from you in terms of how that that is. Hey, I might. I haven't like died from COVID. <laughs> at the same time, I might end up going based on what looking at this. I the only thing is like not tonight for myself, but this makes it very tempting to go. Like if no one's there, I've said it before. If no one's there count me in because I feel like it's relatively safe at that point. Well, how many people are you willing to sit with? And that's what it boils down to. I mean, you're to. not going to get food. Yeah, if it, if there's like no one in the theater, then uh, honestly, I would be okay chowing down on a big bucket of popcorn and sipping from a giant two liter. But I mean, that's the big conundrum is like, I know I need to keep my mask on, but I start smelling that popcorn. <laughs> I want it. I, I also, I'm curious to find out from you how they're doing concessions because it's all mobile. You can buy it through your app and just walk up. No exchange of money or giving them your card. It's all just bought through the app. But Oh, really? You can do that. You don't have okay. to. But if you This is going to be weird. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, I'm Isn't really that weird. I'm, I'm nervous to go to the movies. I, I'm just I I mean to a degree you have to be a little nervous because it's so foreign at this site at, at this moment in time. It's weird. The whole six, thing is very bizarre. But 6 months. I'm doing it for Christopher Nolan. Oh. Putting my life on the line for this man. And the day is finally upon us. Honestly, if you if you go back and listen to those old old podcasts, we pray to the movie gods for about thirty seconds. <laughs> the last, and even in some of outside the show, we prayed to the movie gods, and our theater started reopening here in town. Mm-hmm. It happened. So if true. you live in and around the Ozarks, you need to be thanking us. You're set. Nonetheless, let's go ahead and jump into 
our upcoming episode that we have on deck for you today. It is September Pick'ems. That's where we will dive into the wonderful world of new content that's coming out in the month of September. Drew and I will choose three things that we're excited to share with you, the three things that we're most excited about. And we're also going to talk about a brand new game in which, Drew, you've labored. You, I don't think you've slept this past weekend to come up with this game. It's brand new. Before we get into all of that, let's talk about the August picks that we didn't pick. A few things that just fell off of our radar. As a married man, I just feel like my life is so busy now that I just have a hard time keeping track of all this new music out there. It's tough. I feel like an old man. <laughs> New Bright Eyes album came out. It's called Down in the Weeds, Where the World Once Was. I would have probably had that in my top three. I like Bright Eyes a lot. Connor Roberts and company. Uh, another album, The Killers, Imploding the Mirage, Ooh. which I'm sure you missed too. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know this came out in August. I didn't realize that either. I listened to about half the album before it was released through iTunes. Opening track is in. Incredible. I think that's the first single, My Soul's mm -hmm. Own Warning. If you could see through the banner of the sun into eternity's eyes like a vision reaching down to you, would you turn away? And it is a track that I think is so good that I have a hard time continuing on with the album because I keep hitting repeat. <laughs> I, the best yep. thing I can say is I've listened to that so much that track two, I hear like the opening five seconds and I'm already hitting repeat on the track one. <laughs> so when I hear track two, I get a little pissed off. Oh, you're throwing caution. Man, good album though. Very good. I, I really like it. And one of the greatest reviews I've read so far is that they've decided to return to their roots in an essence, but go double down on the Springsteen yeah. influence. That first track, very Springsteen-esque. It's so good. Now, I was a huge fan of Battleborn. Mm, mm -hmm. What is it? Did we talk about what? What is your favorite Killers album? Is mm. it Hot Fuss? Oh, it's hard to top that. For yeah, me. that's a problem. Uh, I always go back and forth. Right now, it'd probably be their debut album. Yeah, but it's hard. It's very difficult because then there's a lot on Samstown that I really like. I really like Battleborn. I think that is really underrated. I think so too. I I agree. It's one of those albums which. You don't hear much about, which is surprising, but maybe it just got lost in the mix of a lot of music that was released around that time. No, I think the the singer said, I think he was just going over their discography, and I, I think they were disappointed with that album, which hmm. is weird because I like that one a lot. They said they have enough music already for a new album, oh. and it's not... They, they described it as not like a B-Sides album. This is its own thing that is good enough to stand on its own. Oh, that's awesome. So that could come out, I don't know, next year, I would imagine. Loves that. Loves hard. Is there a another pick that is not music-related that you wish you also included on your list last month? No. I mean, I've been playing UFC 4 a lot on my uh, PlayStation 4. I haven't been playing the show as much. I was wondering, has that taken the place of the show? It has for the time being. Hint, hint. Uh, I checked recently to see how much time I've logged on the show, the show 20. Over 14 days. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I don't regret that in the least. Oh, that is amazing. Now, what does Lexi, your wife, have to say? She hates it. <laughs> she hates it so much. 
Oh, that's so great. But she says she would rather me play that than like Red Dead Redemption because she says I turn into another person. Oh. Because I'm just like tying people up, putting them on like train tracks. They're just stabbing people over and over again, setting them on fire. I get violent. That's what uh, pretty much any time you play a Rockstar game, what will end up happening? She said it changes me. <laughs> it's not like I'm like beating the dog or something. I'm playing a video game and enjoying it. <laughs> I want to hogtie somebody and put them on train tracks. Let me do it. You just want to live out your Clint Eastwood fantasy of being the man with no name. Mm. I got to I gotta pick up my Eastwood movies. Highly recommend. I found a documentary, and this was last week, and it's an hour and a half, a quick watch, but it's called Class Action Park. Have you seen any trailers for it? I haven't it? even heard of it. It's an HBO Max original. Remember the movie with... Johnny Knoxville that came out called Action yeah, Park. Action Park. Did you uh, see act, that? Action Point. Actually, that's it. Did you see that movie? I didn't. It's, uh, I think, on Hulu. I need to watch that. It's based on Action Park, which this documentary is called Class Action Park because of all the lawsuits filed against Action Park because all of the deaths, all of the crazy... This was... Long story short... Wait, is that based on an actual thing? Yes. So the Johnny Knoxville, I keep almost saying Johnny Depp, the Johnny Knoxville movie, that was a real thing. It was inspired by real events. And I saw the movie, I'm like, that looks so stupid. There'd be no park that would exist like that. And it existed. It's real. Did this thing come out this last month? Yeah, it came out, I think, last week. And I got an alert saying, uh, a documentary you may like has been added to HBO Max. So I watched it as a quick hour and a half. I will say... Even though it's a documentary, it is F-City. <laughs> it's nuts. But worth watching because of just how insane it is. I think it kind of overstays its welcome just a little bit. It may be like 15, 20 minutes, a little too long. But it was, especially the way it ended, it was a punch to the gut. But long story short, a big Wall Street guy wanted to make a new crazy investment. And he went, bought this park and started designing it all on his own. He had no experience. And from what they said in this documentary, no one else had any experience in designing rides. Very weird and wacky documentary, but fun. I need to add that. Do you see? So one thing that I, I kind of overlooked too, Boy State. Did you see a trailer for that documentary on Apple? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. have not watched it though. I like kids that create their own democracy. Mm-hmm. Their own government. That's not, it looks pretty good, right? Yeah, it looks pretty cool, but I have not seen it. I haven't either. I'm going to add that to my queue, too. Worth it. Got a lot of stuff going on. I really need to get COVID so I can... Ooh. <laughs> that's a joke. Well, we haven't recorded in a couple of weeks because of the whole COVID thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. A very weird situation in which I was stuck at home for a little while. There, quarantine city, baby. There, it, was, there was a scare, but all is well. Everyone is okay and no one got tested positive. That's a positive note. Speaking of being positive, let's move on to our September picks. And let's start at the bottom. Actually, mm. do, do you have anything before we start at number three? Is there anything that didn't make your list and you want to talk about that it was really close? I got four things. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have an order. I don't know what's going to make the top three. This is like I got, I got one guarantee, one lock. What's going to be on the outside? I think my on the outside looking in, it's something that looks really good. It's a Netflix movie. It's called The Devil All the Time. Mm. Starring our boy, my boy, Rob Pattinson, 
and like 18 people that have appeared in MCU movies. So good. Rewatched the trailer before this and it looks great. So excited for is it. Is it based on a book? Yes. It is? Mm-hmm. Rob Pattinson is like a uh, false prophet, pre- it, preacher. It looks like a Stephen King story. It does. It looks very St- Stephen Kingy. Actually, it follows in the lines of like 1912 or 1922. It's 1922. 22. Is this in your top three? It's not, but it Whoa. almost made it. Yeah, it almost made it because whenever you first told me about that, I went and looked at the poster and then they released the trailer. Insane. I watched that on a loop, similar to the Batman trailer. I rewatched that over and over for like five times. I would have guessed that this was in your top three. I would have sold my soul Ooh, to n- the devil. I, like I said, September is going to be a huge month for me. Uh, at number three, I'm going to put the third day. It's a series that chronicles the individual journeys of a man and woman oh, yeah. who arrive on a mysterious island at different times. Jude Law, Naomi Harris. Did I say that correct? Mm-hmm. I sound like an idiot. Oh. Uh, Catherine Waterston comes out on HBO September 14th. HBO continuing to kill it. Jude Law. So good. Looks so good. That's number three. I am equally pumped, but that did not make my list. Man. Great trailer, too, by the way. This was also delayed. I think it was supposed to come out last month Mm. or July, and it got the old bump, and I don't know why. COVID, maybe? I I would assume so. I blame everything on COVID (laughs) at this point. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Why not? I got COVID. I have, and I'll give a tease, I've got now two TV shows and one movie releasing this weekend, September 3rd. Right now, it's up in the air in terms of how they're releasing it. Are they going to do all at once? Are they going to do week by week? Kind of undetermined. I'm expecting something similar to the Anna Kendrick HBO Max show Love Life, where they release three each week, I believe. Well, what is it? Raised by Wolves. Oh, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Wait, that's this weekend? This weekend. And I've heard that we'll at least get three episodes. That's right now the prediction. We'll How get at least three episodes. How do they not have episodes. a plan for this? I have no idea. What is even crazier, it sounds like it could very well tie into the alien universe somehow. Whoa. Yeah. I that mean, it looks awesome. like it. But So this is people that were raised by robots. Mm-hmm. And you've got Mother, who is this main character. Mother. And this this ominous mother, we're not really sure. I've not seen the second trailer. I'm trying not to watch a whole lot. I saw the first trailer. Looked very interesting, but you had me at Ridley Scott, who is a director of two episodes, I believe. Episode one and two. I, I, we need a third alien film of this new, I guess, prequel. We need to finish the prequels out. I really want that, too. And then just while we're at it, make a series. On HBO Max. I really wonder if this is what it's uh, boiling down to. All right. I'm in on that one. Numero two. Man, I don't know what to do. All right. I really wonder where Tenet places on your list. Tenet's not on the list. Because that's... I'm not doing that because not everybody can see it. I'm, I'm curious because that's also a situation where it's an August pick. Well, technically it's this weekend, September. Mm. Numero two. I'm going to say season three of AP Bio. It's on Peacock. It would maybe be number one, but it's on Peacock. I got to lower it down because Peacock <laughs> truly sucks. It's been almost, uh, let's see here. It's been over a year since season two wrapped up. I'm okay. glad we're getting season three because it got canceled on, by NBC. 
And have you ever watched the show? No. Harrington of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've heard good things. It is delightful. And I heard season three gets even wackier. Is it just on Peacock? Uh, okay. So can they kind of expand their profanity? I looked this up and they said it really doesn't change that much. Oh, okay. Which is, um, I guess, surprising in a way that I expected them to go full F-bomb city. Yeah, me too. But that starts September 3rd, which is this, this Friday. All episodes on Peacock. Man, so much Available at once. That's good. The big confusion, though. I don't know if this is Peacock Premium or if this is the free service. Hmm. If it's premium, heads up, I am pirating every single episode. (laughs) I'm not even going to tell you I'm kidding around because I'm not. (laughs) I'm not paying for that stupid service. You want to know something funny? Apparently, CBS heard me giving them crap on the last couple of episodes because they charged me for another freaking month. <laughs> and it was the only month I paid for of CBS All Access. So I totally understand your pain and not wanting to get Peacock because it's how I feel about I, I mean, at least CBS is a little, it warrants it a little more. Sure. Especially when the stand comes out in a couple months. Oh, I'm definitely, that, that I'm okay with. But that, this is, so that's nine episodes and it's weekly. So you're going to be freaking forced to have CBS all access for a, if you want to stay current. If you don't want yeah. spoilers, you're going to have to follow this along for two months. Man, that blows chunks. But I hate it. I'm prepared for it. I hate it and I love it. If it was any other service, I'd be okay. Thank yeah. God it's not Peacock though. Oh, I think everyone would feel the same way. Does anybody have that? Is anybody paying for that? I signed up for the free trial and I'm like, yeah, this just sucks. And then I got rid of it. It was not, I did a quick scan and I quickly decided against it. Not, I mean, to me, I'm. Mm. I just don't think it's worth it. And it, it honestly me off. Oh, that service. Think it even makes NBC mad. Our, my number two is what I just asked you about because it will be a pick and I'm trying to determine how I will see this and when I will see it. Big Chris Nolan tenant. What do you think we're seeing? The detritus of a coming war. I mean, you you could go with us tonight. Yeah, there's I, nobody there. That's crazy to see that the theater is so bare. But and what's great is we got tickets. And my friends decided they wanted to go, and by that point, they had already blocked off all these seats next to us. So they're like three seats away. They're gonna just come sit by us. So we're gonna have like six straight seats of just emptiness. <sighs> that's a good idea. Us. So if you did it, that's even more people because there's nobody in our row. We have the whole row to ourselves. That's honestly a very ingenious idea. And again, there's nobody going to this movie tonight. Man. They're uh, probably smarter than we are by avoiding theaters. But still, though, it's Tenet. And it's been described as a globe-trotting, Bond-esque film from Nolan. I read it's Bond on acid. That's... The better description. Does the, um, I don't want to say mixed word of mouth, but there is a lot of, from what I can see from headlines, people complaining that it's a lot of exposition. It's Nolan being Nolan. Once you unwrap it, there's nothing inside. I've never really felt that way about him. That seems to be a critique a lot of people have, but this seems to be the most Nolan of Nolan films. That, here's my thing, because I also, and I did not tell you this, this past week and went back and rewatched Inception mm. and Interstellar. Ooh. Inception was my favorite Nolan movie until this weekend. It's not, I don't even think that's maybe, it's probably like number five. I think it's number four. Interstellar is now my favorite Nolan movie. Yeah, it's the greatest. When I first saw it, I did not like it. Like, 
Well, let me back up. I liked it, but everyone loved it. And I'm like, I don't get the love. After rewatching it, I'm like, this is so freaking good. Why did I not, why was I not on the love train? And maybe it was just the fact of like going against what everyone was saying when it first came out. But it's so amazing. Don't you love that Zimmer score? It's the best. I would Everything argue. about it is amazing. I would argue that's the best score of any Nolan movie. So right now my rankings stand as Interstellar, Inception, and then I'd have to say Dark Knight. You still have Inception at two? Mm-hmm. I think Inception is such a great movie. But on the rewatch, because I have that on Blu-ray, and I ended up watching Interstellar online. But the with Inception on the rewatch, there are so many things that happen, and I realize that's a major plot hole. Like, yeah, I mean, you're probably going to have that in those kind of things. Yeah, and it kind of bothered me. And the more I thought about it, the more it took me out of my love for Inception. The thing is, the second level in that movie, Dream State, is so good that when you get to the final one, and it's like the snow one that's like a James Bond mm-hmm. film, it's just not as cool. It's not as exciting. And it, for me, it like kind of wears thin. It, it, that started to take me out a little bit, but... The entire, I mean, from start to finish, it was just so good. It was, Inception, I just love, I love all the actors in it. I love the pacing, but I do think an epic spoof of Inception should be the dramatic van falling off the bridge for like one hour straight, and it just keeps (laughs) falling. That made me laugh a lot. But other than that, great. And it got me more pumped for Tenet. I'm going back and rewatching all these one-word Nolan movies, except for Dunkirk. Dunkirk looks great, sounds great, but I felt like what you described, which is a major complaint of Nolan's, where you unwrap it. There, for me, they're that just that movie wrecks me. There, I I need to go back and rewatch it again, and Watch I have it again. Number one, Interstellar. Number two. The Prestige. I don't feel like you're giving Prestige. Prestige enough love. It's it's very good, but at the same time, that ending was less of a power punch for me. I don't know. I think it's it's a sad ending. It's sad. It just makes me sad. Number three, Dunkirk. Dark Knight doesn't even make my top five, oh. by the way. Would you put... Probably number six. Would you put Batman Begins over Dark yeah, Knight? Yeah, Batman Begins is okay. the best Batman film, in my opinion. D- period or of Nolan's? Period. Okay. And I think it's Nolan's best, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I like The Dark Knight. I just, I think the last half of that is not great. The conclusion of Joker, I don't think is good. I think all the Two-Face stuff is fantastic. It's not great, but knowing what Nolan wanted to do kind of makes me forgive that. Yeah. That we should have gotten more, but we just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. But... That's what I have for Tenet. Pumped. Number, I'm number very two, pumped. That's awesome. I'm also, here's my main reason. You may say Robert Pattinson and an Nolan movie. I'm going John David well, Washington. John, yeah, I think I would say that too. <laughs> I think I would say that too. I just, and the guy from, uh, I, sorry, I don't know his name. The guy from um, Beale's movie, Yesterday. He's oh, in it too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Himal Patesh. Yeah. Think. And I love seeing him in other stuff, even though I've never seen him in anything else. We got Kenneth Branagh, who doesn't have his giant Death on the Nile or Orient Express mustache. I will say, though, my favorite is in the new trailer, and I've heard it a couple of times playing on YouTube before something else. But I love the question when John David Washington's asked, 
how would you like to die? And I love his response. He's just like, old. I just, it's been stuck <laughs> in my mind over and over. I don't know why. I haven't even seen that preview. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I am very, T minus one hour. I'm excited I'm, for this. Yeah, I'm pumped for you. I, I still think you should go. Oh, it's not out of the question. Not out of the question. All right, number one. I'm, uh, I'm going to do a double banger. I'm cheating a little bit. Oh. Two video games come out September okay. 4th. Wait, is did I, AP Bio comes out on the 3rd, which is a f- Thursday? Is that right? Yeah. Anyway, all right. We've this got, Friday. We've got a lot of stuff coming out this Thursday What's up with and people Friday? releasing stuff on Thursdays? CBS All Access is doing that too with The Stand. Ah, uh, What's stupid. Thursday all about? It's stupid. Are they know. trying to get a head start on the weekend? I think trying to cut into that movie, or you like th- the movie um, market. That's true. Yeah, we're, we're, that's true. That's very smart, CBS. And uh, Peacock. Uh, number one for me, two video games, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remastered, uh, and The Avengers. Oh, right, yeah. Game, Windows, PC, PC, <laughs> PS4, <laughs> Xbox One uh, for Tony Hawk, The Avengers, all those, and then the next-gen consoles as well. I'm in a conundrum, though. What do I play first? Because those Tony Hawk games mean a lot to me, and it looks freaking dope. I would have to go with Avengers because of the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, my gosh. That's still... It's Monday today. We found out Friday, two days ago, three days ago. I still honestly cannot believe it. I think it's... Isn't that like one of the most shocking deaths? Yeah. It's just because we had... You never know what is going on in somebody's life. And you had mentioned on the podcast him looking so thin. I think you even like... Have you seen this before? And I was like, no, I haven't. And we... Kind of chalked it up to a movie role. Yeah. He did seven movies. I don't know. The whole thing sucks. Uh, we watched Black Panther in honor of him this past weekend. And it, it was it was like seeing Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. It's just eerie seeing somebody on screen and going, oh, they literally just passed away. Or they're no longer with us. It's just it's just weird, the finality of it. Eh, it's just so strange. Yeah. It may, something about it is even more heartbreaking just knowing that there was a lot more in store and maybe it's the fact of you know gone too soon because it literally you know his life and career was gone too soon it's, it honestly felt like he was just getting started it is but it is awesome that during this period of being diagnosed and having to live through this and try to fight it that he was doing so much work in front of the camera and then all his stuff that he did did for visiting kids with cancer mm-hmm. in the hospital all this stuff that we never really see and he was just out there doing it, not complaining about what is happening to him. Yeah. This guy sounds like a really stand-up guy. And it sucks. I mean, it's it's shocking and it sucks. Now, outside of what we haven't seen, like I rented 21 Bridges. I haven't seen it. came out last year. So we've got, got that to look forward to, to watch. He also has something coming out on Netflix later this year that apparently was a contention possibly for some awards love. Wow. So we do have something on the horizon that we can kind of okay. look forward to. Yeah, I feel like he's left a huge impact on pop culture, mm-hmm. especially with Black Panther. Like you can't, that changes the game mm-hmm. for, a, in a, for a lot of reasons. And it'll be interesting to see what they do next. I know that's not important at this point, but you have to, you have to continue that and honor it. Whether yeah. it's, it's not going to be with that character, I don't think, but. I, I really wonder if we'll end up spending more time with Sherry, his sister. Yeah, she she takes over. I just yeah. don't know how you, I don't know. You you got to find a way to do it respectfully to him. Right. How to move on. And but again, that's like not important. 
yeah. at this moment. You texted me I, that. You were the first person to text me that on Friday night. And I just, I don't know. It's hard to believe. You just see that and you're like, man, you never know. Never know what's going to happen. So I think Friday night, Domino's. Going to try the new taco pizza because I had the cheeseburger one this past weekend. Loves. And it's going to be just Tony Hawk all night long. <laughs> I'm serious. Like drinking. I'm just going to drink Trulies. Do you think Alexi will join? No. <laughs> but I've already, I warned her. I said, hey, listen, Friday, I got two games coming. So don't expect to have a husband for, <laughs> I don't know, six weeks. <laughs> At least 14 full days of like the show. She loved it. She loved it when I was not playing the show. She noticed it. But what she didn't know was UFC was on the way. Because <laughs> I honestly haven't played the show in like two weeks. But I've been, I needed a break and then UFC came. And that's basically what I do. I, I, this is so stupid to even get into this. But before I work out, I take a pre-workout drink to get me going. That takes about 30 minutes. I usually play some video games mm-hmm. for about an hour to get myself pumped. That's a good and way to get it's just pumped. like this routine I have, and she just thinks it's all poppycock. But, <laughs> like, it's just what I do. I go home, I drink it, and I get ready to work out, and I play video games for about an hour. And, and uh, depending on how lazy I am, that can extend for a couple hours, and the workout never happens, which she finds really funny. But, yeah, Tony Hawk this weekend. You've got, I mean, right now, got a lot the going docket, on in my life. This talking about those two games and what – in terms of releases that are coming out this weekend. AP Bio? My gosh. This, they're starting this Thursday. You might as well just take off a week of work. I'm thinking about it at this rate, especially because I've got, yet again, another release that's coming out over Labor Day weekend. Hmm. Three episodes. Oh. This is my number one. September 6th, we get season two of the Amazon original, The Boys. Oh, what's hilarious. UFC, they had a little ad at the bottom. It was for the boys, season two. Now, you have not watched this, right? I haven't. I've been just constantly telling you that I just don't want to watch Filth. But you're thinking about it. But I'm debating it now. Why is that? Is it because of season two coming out? I don't know. I I don't know. I was just like, well, maybe I'll give it a shot. I I keep hearing about it. Well, and one of our other coworkers and good friends and listeners, uh, she loved season one. And yeah, and she like watches it with her three kids that are very young. She loves it when it, <laughs> when uh, she like says the f word too. <laughs> she, I think it's uh, where they'll end up pausing it and they'll end up saying it as a family. <laughs> One, two, three. This show is going to be so much fun. Like you said, it's very raunchy, and I'm expecting nothing less than what we saw out of season one. It was what hooked me about the boys. And I I thought, I'll sit down. I'll give the first episode a try. And the first five minutes, there's something so insane that I'm like, what? And as it goes on, crazier things just keep happening. And you also have this insane, like more insane characters, more insane sub stories that keep popping up. And it's F fast. Like, (laughs) geez, it's so over the top, not kid friendly. It is just an insane show that, of course, you end up having Seth Rogen behind, and it's amazing. I I loved the first season. It was so much fun to watch. I have not rewatched season one, but I think I may rewatch it and then go into season two. I believe that they'll they will release three episodes 
on September 6th, then we'll end up getting an episode a week. Why is Amazon doing that? No idea. It's did, dumb. They didn't do that with Jack Ryan, did they? And they didn't do it with the first season of The Boys. What a bunch of, that's a scam. Yeah, it feels like it. But well, by the time I eventually catch up, if I do, it'll all be done. Probably, but they've already been renewed for season three. Yeah, they said they need more F-words, though. Ooh. All right. That was... Um, that's it for our that's September our picks. picks. Do you want to do this iTunes chart... What do we call them? This chart topper? Chart toppers. Chart toppers. The brand new game. So what I did you is I up. looked at the iTunes rental charts this past weekend, Sunday. So this is a day old. Your goal, I'm going to give you three hints for the top five. One, one movie by one movie. Okay. And you got to guess what's... On the charts. Now, keep in mind, iTunes can have literally any movie that's available. Loves. Now, the second most popular item on here was a collection. So, I'm not counting that. So, I'm actually doing six through one. Okay. Not counting number two. We're going to start at number six, which is, in this scenario, number five. A collection. Interesting. So, I want you to keep in mind what's going on in society at this moment. Okay. What are What's making headlines? Sure. What's out on VOD? What's available through all time? I think that's a good tease through all time. Through all time. Because I feel like number one, I've got a pick of number one, but I'm not sure if it's... I'll say number one surprised me what the what the number one movie was. You're going to get three hints per movie. Boom. And they could be, sometimes it's a personal connection to us, sometimes it's a hint about an actor, maybe a release date, maybe a character name. Okay. You can only lock in one answer. So once you get it, if you don't get it right, that one's done. You need three out of five to win. Okay. 50 bucks on on the the table right here. Literally $50 bill. Right between us. Three out of five. I am going to say, are are you starting with number one first? No, we're going to do number six. Okay. AKA number five. Okay. Are you ready for clue number one? This is the movie I never heard of in my life. Oh, great. So good, (laughs) good luck. All right. I am... Not ready, but ready. Clue number one. It stars an actor who threw a kid out of a window on Game of Thrones. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Game of Thrones. So anytime the silence. Locking uh, it in. You're locking it in? You are actually incorrect. What? It's called the silent scene. Dang it. <laughs> oh, there's no way if I sat there any longer, I would have second-guessed myself. Uh, it's called the silent scene. So Nicholas, what's his name? Uh, is... Nikolai Coster Waldau. That's it from Shock Collar. He plays Shock a character Collar. named Rayburn Swanson. It came out August fourteenth, twenty twenty. I don't know what this is. I want to say is Nicole Kidman, or there's like another major actress who's in that movie. Uh, I didn't see her in the in the in the cast list. But yeah, I actually saw the poster for this. And it wasn't on iTunes, but I'm like, oh, what is this? I'm curious. What were your other two hints? That was it. Uh, There's a character named Rayburn Swanson, (laughs) which I was like, how do I even come up with clues for this piece of crap? And it came out (laughs) August 14, 2020. Uh, Do you think you'll ever see this? I'm tempted to, especially after this game, because I really want to get revenge on this movie that tripped me up. People are seeing it, apparently, or renting (laughs) it. All right, here we go. Number four. Um, clue number one is a personal connection. We've done, this is actually episode 71, 71 of Quality Check under Studio DNA. Okay. Maybe even our last. We don't know. Uh, but we covered this movie pre-Studio DNA, which started in January of 2019. So 
Before January of 2019, we covered this film. Okay. That's a big clue. This movie made over $1.3 billion at the box office. 700 came here in the U.S. 700 million. 700 mil. Uh, this is one of only three films from the director, and one star appears in all three. I mean, it's Black Panther. You're correct. Okay. I was, I was like, so if it made that much, there's only one movie that made that much with 700 coming from the U.S., and then the Russo brothers would be the director hint. No, Ryan Coogler. He worked with uh, Michael B. Jordan, all three oh, of his films. Yeah, okay. I was thinking, so if it's the Russo brothers, then Bozeman with Black Panther was in Civil War and then Endgame or Infinity War and Endgame. So I was thinking of that. Well, the Russo brothers have done other movies, though. Sure, yeah. I'm going to trip you up because they might not all be the main characters. Man, that's... But you got it, though. So you're one for two. Pre-DNA, Okay. That's right. We covered that when we were on our own. Yeah. It's one of our uh, biggest hits. Flying solo. We could probably got paid more money, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number, uh, number <laughs> the next movie. Um, this movie centers around a historical figure that is a legend in my favorite sport. Oh. It stars okay. one of five actors who has played the role of Jack Ryan. Oh, oh Jack Ryan. Uh, clue number three, this was the 34th highest grossing movie of 2013 in the U.S., making $95 million. Overseas, it only made $2 million. And this is, what? what what's the first and second clue again? Clue numero one, this movie centers around a historical figure that is a legend in my favorite sport. It's got to be 42, Chadwick Boseman's Jackie Robinson doc. You are correct. Uh, biopic. Okay. Yeah, 42. 42. All right, you need one more to win that 50 bones. Ooh. I feel like I made these too easy. <laughs> it's hard, though, because he tough. died, so obviously he's going to have... A major influence, yeah. And these, honestly, in the last day, that's probably Black Panther might be number one. That's wild, though, that on Sunday, though, Black Panther was under 42. Yeah, 42 is uh, is, a, is a big movie. Yeah, I it's, it's kind a great of overlooked. Movie. Did you you've you've seen it, right? Oh yeah, I thought it was great. All right, here we go. Next movie. So this is number three, but technically number two in what we're doing. Okay. Uh this was a casualty of COVID nineteen. <sighs> so it's a newer movie. Hmm. This is a, a small hint. Here we go. New York. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make sense, I promise. Uh the director's daughter has appeared in four of his six films, including this one. Hmm. I can't get too obvious with this one because if there was one I was going to say, and you would have got it instantly. Director's daughter. He's and only then, done six films. I, She's in four of the six. And then, oh, the King of Staten Island. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. All right, you got three. You get that 50. Ooh. Go ahead and take the 50 bucks. You can use that for a, a tenant tonight if you want. I snatched it up. All right, let's see if you get number one. I'm going to get, I really wonder, I'm not locking it in because I want to hear your hints. My prediction is Bill and Ted face the music. But I'm, your prediction? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not locking in, but that's my early prediction. Okay. Clue number one, development for this movie started way back in 2010. Okay. You think that still holds true? I know they were working on this movie for a long time. They worked on that movie for a very long time. It stars an actress who, she's... <laughs> I was like, what did I write? Uh, it stars an actress who you literally can never say her name correct. I'm not going to say who yet. It's got to be some Samara Weaving because I always mess that up. 
Clue number three, 1989, 1991, 2020. It's definitely got to be Bill and Ted. It is Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, and that was Samara Weaving, who (sighs) on the podcast for The Babysitter, you literally could not say her name right. You were calling her Samara. Samara. Samara or something. Samurai. And she's also going to make an appearance in The Babysitter 2. She's in the second one? I think so. I hope so. I've been really wanting to watch Ready or Not again. I didn't like that movie really the first time, but they're doing the new Scream film. Oh, yeah. Release date set for January 2021. Man, stoked. Ready or not, that was a fun movie. Love set. So did you like, you got four out of the five correct. Did I make that too easy? No, I mean, the thing is, the silencing was tough. But for Black Panther, unless you ended up sticking to, here'd be the only way with that movie and 42, if you stuck to like one to two word hints. I don't want to do that. But that'd be tough. That's too hard. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be really tough. Like the silencing, that's a perfect example, but that was that was hard to even figure out what to do because I hadn't heard of it. I, uh, this is kind of a work in progress. I thought this would be a good template. We'll do this every single week, I think. I like it. It's it's a really good game, and I think it's fun too because it could be literally any movie in the top five. Mm-hmm. And there was stuff in the top ten. I was like, why? Why is Ghostbuster number seven? Oh, like I, why is this suddenly number seven? I guess it has to do with they have. 99 cent rental sometimes yeah yeah cheap cheap rentals and cheap buys and all that stuff but that was a good game well you got 50 bucks uh go to the movies with us i'll end up spending that on the ticket popcorn and a drink and i'll end up making sure to get like two tubs of popcorn or nachos actually nachos sounds really good oh yeah but well, I'm excited for, for you going to Tenet, and, uh, but thanks for all your hard work on that game. That, that was a lot of fun. And we, we have a new game. Ho- hopefully, we don't get copied <laughs> and plagiarized. Actually, yeah. you know what? With some of this stuff coming up, we can bring it back. Yeah. We should just make predictions now for like Black Widow, No Time to Die, Candyman, Dune. Cause, That's a good idea. Well, we should do that next time. Yeah. So we'll bring that back. Month for the... What, you think September releases? All of September releases or October releases? Yeah, maybe we start October. So is Candyman October? Mm-hmm. Okay. And we also have Wonder Woman 1984 in October. Oh, we should do that. I want to say there are two other big releases in October for, before we get to Black Widow. Mm. I had a dream the other night that I watched that. I, lo- I watched the, the final trailer recently again. I love it. I cannot wait. I'm not seeing the final trailer. I refuse to see it until it comes out. Same with Candyman. I will not watch anything new. Get ready for Pew Pew. Ooh. I, and she's taking over. Uh, she's taking over the mantle. I hope so. So All long right. as it does well. I got to go see uh, I gotta go see Christopher Nolan. You got to scoop McNary, McNary out of here. Because like Tom Cruise said it's okay. He had a mask on. I'm going to have my mask on. I'm going to be safe. Did you love that I- video? Uh, I was like, what is this? This is the most Tom Cruise thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, why not? It's funny. Yeah, he was just like pumped. Meanwhile, he was like running to the theater because he's got to run. And he's got Christopher McQuarrie just following him around. They're like best buds, which seems like a strange relationship to me. But Yeah, they're like Bert and Ernie. They just can't get enough of each other. But we'll have fun tonight. And for all of you film lovers out there, until next time, keep watching. Keep watching.